Welcome, foolish mortals, once again to All Hallows Always. Where one night of Halloween just isn't enough. But we just had our one night of Halloween. We did. We had the real thing. The real Halloween. I'm Jason. And I'm Emily. And we're here to talk about Halloween! Halloween! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> so, there are 363 days That's right. left till Halloween when you're listening to this, because it just happened. And next year's a leap year, so we got one extra day. Yep. We had a huge night last night. That's right. At the time that we're recording this, it's the night after Halloween, even though you won't hear this until Tuesday. So last night was super fun. Yeah. Uh, Jason was a plague doctor. Uh-huh. And, and I was a, a vampire. It's very creepy, very wonderful. So let's, let's start at the beginning. We decorated our house for Halloween. I think it was like the... It may have been the first weekend of October. It was the first weekend in October. Yeah. Yeah. We put out our skulls on spikes. We've got skulls and we put them on these sharpened sticks that we have out in the yard. Mm -hmm. And we also went to Target and got some new stuff. We got a full-size skeleton to put in the yard. We We named her Lucy. (laughs) Anthropology joke. We got a a bag of bones, which came with a skull and a rib cage and some arms and legs and feet. It wasn't a full skeleton, but it was most of a skeleton. And what we did with that is we took the skull and the rib cage and the neck piece and assembled that part, put it on a coat hanger and covered it in uh, this black gauze shroud. Mm-hmm. And then we have it hanging from the tree and it looks real creepy. It's a ghosty it thing. It does. Very, very creepy. We also got some tombstones and the, we put those out and we got the arms from the bag of bones and we stuck those in the ground to make it look like one of the skeletons was clawing its way out. It's really great. Oh, and we got a bunch of skulls and I put them on a rope and hung them from the, the porch. Yeah. That was cool. Well, I'll put pictures of all this stuff up on the blog and you guys can go see it. We also carved pumpkins early, early in the in the season, in the month. And by yesterday, those are real gross. Mm-hmm. So I had to scrape them up off the porch. Yeah. Well, we did all sorts of research on uh, how to preserve pumpkins. Um, There's all sorts of methods from glue to spray acrylics to uh, like the pumpkin soak that's specifically, um, you know, bleach, things like that. And basically we found um, an article I'll need to look up. So we can actually cite that. But um, the article was, was an experiment was done taking all of those into account as well as not doing anything extra special to the pumpkin. And essentially the findings were don't do anything to your pumpkin. It's going to last just as long. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty much going to get two weeks out of it. It's like with this, you'll get 14 whole days. Without it, you'll only get two weeks. <laughs> My first pumpkin was a silhouette of H.P. Lovecraft and it had tentacles coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of faces. I did one of an owl. Yeah, you had the owl out there, but those are the ones that we had to scrape up. We also did the, we found a cool thing on Pinterest of the little mini pumpkins, and you cut a hole out and stick in the plastic vampire teeth. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you got little pumpkin monsters sitting on the porch. Those, those were, were cool. real cute. But we had to scrape those up, and so we spent some time yesterday carving all new pumpkins just for Halloween. Yes. I time well a, spent. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's nothing like actually carving pumpkins on the day of Halloween. Yeah. It's it's magical. It I is. love it. I did a, a skull with those sets of pointy teeth and it looked creepy. And I did a Jack Skellington because every Halloween needs a Jack pumpkin. Yeah. I did um I did one with spiders all over it. It was yeah. that was fun. And we also did one with just a silly kind of goofy face, a, a normal jack-o'-lantern face, and we painted that one teal. If you have not heard of it, there's a thing that's been happening for the past couple years called the Teal Pumpkin Project. 
It is a project where uh, this group got together and decided that every kid deserves the right to enjoy Halloween. And to, or are, to specifically to enjoy trick-or-treating. Right. And there are so many children these days with um, food allergies or sensitivities, uh, celiac disease. Diabetes. You know, yeah. Anything like that where there are dietary restrictions and candy just doesn't and you, really fit in with that. And they can't have the candy. So they, they decided that they were going to have the candy, but they would also have a group of prizes, little toys or little little games, like little dollar store stuff. Mm-hmm. For the kids who couldn't have candy, and they would put a teal-painted pumpkin on their porch, and that would be the the symbol to say that, hey, we've got things for kids who can't have candy. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really great idea. There's a family at my church uh, whose little girl has type 2 diabetes and wouldn't have been able to go Mm trick-or-treating if, you know, this kind of thing weren't around. Um, Well, not to mention, we know... Two children who have severe food allergies. Severe allergies. Um, And they can't have anything processed or milk or mm -hmm. egg or flour. (laughs) But the Teal Pumpkin Project, check them out. They're on, uh, they're all over Twitter. Hashtag Teal Pumpkin Project. I'll post a link on the description to this podcast. So we had all those pumpkins sitting out. What else do we have? We had some Christmas lights. No, Mm -hmm. Halloween lights. Well, yeah, they're orange. Orange lights on a black cord. Yep. So definitely Halloween lights. And um, the eyeball lights. We had eyeball lights and spider webs. Fake spider webs. Um, and also, the coup de grace, so to speak, was the atmosphere projector. We had ghosts walking around in our window. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Set up a piece of translucent plastic on the window mm-hmm. and had it projecting up there. A lot of people loved it. Oh, we yeah. got so many comments on it. Yes, my, my favorite comment was, we have to go to that house. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. We became the house that kids were running up to because it was creepy. And that's really exciting because I was the kid who was going up to all the creepy houses back when I was trick-or-treating. So to be that house now is the fulfillment of a dream mm-hmm. for me. So the house was decorated. It looked fantastic. It looked fantastic. Emily was wearing a... It's a, a Ren Faire costume. Kind of a medieval... Had a, a chemise and a, a corset and a long skirt. Looked very medieval. Mm-hmm. But then she did her makeup like a vampire. Yep. Blood dripping down her face and she had a big bite wound on her neck. And as she said earlier, I was a plague doctor. Also medieval, but around bubonic plague time. Mm-hmm. That mask was a pain in the butt to make. <laughs> I... Looked all over the internet for patterns on how to make this thing. And there are a bunch of different places that have very basic patterns. But none for making it out of leather. Which is what I wanted to do. I work with leather on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I took one of the patterns that I found for a paper version of the mask. I modified it a bit and kind of scaled it up to where I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And I had a pair of welding goggles that I was going to use for the eye lenses. And this stupid thing took me three different tries in leather. And I even tried to paper mache it at one point, and that just didn't work out. But the end result turned out to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Still need some improvement, and I had to make some modifications throughout the night. Uh, one of the things that I came across was when I'm wearing the mask and I breathe, <laughs> it fogs up the lenses. Because this is a full leather like cone stuck to my face. So my hot, steamy breath comes up and I can't see anything. So I ended up having to cut a hole out of the bottom of the beak. And 
it's not a big hole, and it's kind of a triangle, so it looks good still. And you can't really see it, but I'm wearing the mask anyway. No, it's not visible. But it, it turned out awesome. My favorite part of my costume. I had a black hooded robe with a cape lit. Mm-hmm. And I wore a belt around the outside of it, a big black leather belt. And then hanging from that, I got some little jars with cork lids. And in three of them, we put some pink Himalayan salt in Mm -hmm. one. We put coffee grounds and some shiny black sprinkles in another. Mm -hmm. And then we put tea leaves, like full tea leaves, in the third one. Just because those are kind of the things that the plague doctors would use inside their mask to kind of ward off the plague. Mm -hmm. And then in the other three vials, I took glow sticks and cut them open and poured the glow juice (laughs) in there. And so they were glowing green and red. It was fantastic. It It looked looked fantastic. It really did. It looked so good. I was excited about my whole costume this year. Yeah. And kids of all ages and even some of the parents were (laughs) a little terrified of you. (laughs) Rightfully so. Mm -hmm. It was a scary costume. There again, there will be pictures up on the the blog. With with some of the older children, I told them that they could either ask the plague doctor nicely and he would give them two pieces of candy. Or they could get one piece of candy from me, and the general consensus seemed to be, let's play it safe and get one piece of candy from the vampire. (laughs) (laughs) We came up with that idea almost halfway through the night, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I should have a bag of candy on my person. Mm -hmm. So I ran inside, found some leftover cloth, and quickly just sewed a little bag and poured candy in it, and it's the same cloth as my cloak, so it's pitch black. (laughs) So the kids would come up to me. Trick or treat. <laughs> and I'd slowly, without saying anything, pull the bag off my belt and open it and have them reach in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were like, oh, I don't want to put my hand in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't, that doesn't, I don't want to do it. And I'll just kind of stand there holding it. I mentioned it to Emily at one point that I was glad that I was wearing a full face mask to hide the fact that I was just grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> I mean, it may have been creepy, but it kind of would have broken the mood. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think all the all the kids seemed to have a lot of fun. I think they did, too. We had all of the reactions, everything from mm-hmm. kids that were like 12 running and hiding behind their parents. Mm-hmm. To seven-year-olds walking up to me being like, trick or treat, I want candy. (laughs) (laughs) Blew me away. I loved it. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite part? Gosh, just all of it. I I think it was, I guess my favorite uh, theme overall was how how terrified the children tended to be of of you and watching them sort of become suddenly brave and asking you for candy. I feel like that was really the best part. Rewarding. Uh-huh. It was really rewarding. Yeah. And then again, you were sitting up on the porch under the, the orange glow of the lights mm-hmm. in your vampire getup. And tell what you were doing. Well, for the most part, I was just sitting there in my vampire getup. And mostly with the older children, I, I wouldn't get up off of the porch. They would have to come all the way through the yard, uh, which means that they would, of course, have to go past you in your plague doctor outfit, which... They found generally terrifying. Uh, (laughs) But with some of the younger ones, I sort of got up and met them halfway, which did not keep them from going past you, (laughs) which was kind of funny. But not only were you handing out candy, you were the one that was communicating to everybody. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't saying anything. I was stalking around the yard and between our skulls. Yeah. I I had to sort of tell them, if you want candy, you may ask the plague doctor, but ask him nicely. There was... 
one group, I said, uh, you can, you can ask the plague doctor for candy or you can come get candy from me, but I will warn you, I do bite. And, you know, they sort of, (laughs) 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 one of the little kids was like, I'll risk the bite. (laughs) You're not saying the one part of your costume that I think freaked the kids out the most. What was that? The accent. Oh, yeah, well, yes. I was, of course, I was a vampire. So I was speaking in a over-the-top fake Transylvanian accent all night. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And yeah, that was quite amusing, I think. I think you were amusing yourself with it, too. Yes, I was definitely amusing myself with it. <laughs> you didn't break character at all. No. Until we got to the party later on. Yeah. We got outside around 7.30. No, we yeah. were out there earlier than that. Yeah, we were we, out there we were like out there 6. 6 o'clock, yeah. And then you didn't break character until we got to the party at 11. Well, we went <laughs> after after the trick-or-treaters. Um, sort of, we hadn't seen one in 20 minutes, so. And that was at about was 9. About 8, 8.45, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock or so. Uh, so after that, we decided that we would go to Steak and Shake for dinner. And, and they were slammed. They were slammed. And there were a lot of people, kids there in costume, just big parties. Anyway, I ordered in my Transylvanian accent, uh, ordered my milkshake, yes, and um, <laughs> extra blood, please. You know, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mostly didn't break character at the restaurant either. No, you really didn't. Nope, I didn't drop the character until we got to the party. Yeah. As we were getting ready for our portion of the night at home, uh, my buddy Chris came over. And Chris is one of the co-hosts of Classy Ring Attire, which we plug at the end of every show. And his costume this year was a professional wrestler named Kevin Owens, who has recently come up from NXT to join the main roster on Raw. And Chris wanted to do uh, an image of, of Kevin Owens from when he first debuted, where he got his nose broken. (laughs) <laughs> in his debut match in NXT, broke his nose. And it was cut and bloodied. And so he came over and I drew some tattoos on him with a Sharpie. And then I, I broke his nose for him. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he didn't want me to actually break his nose. He just wasn't dedicated to that costume. I know. I know. He could have played it up. Yeah. But no, the makeup turned out really, really well. I thought it looked... He looked it, like he had a broken yes, nose. Yes, <laughs> it looked top-notch. It was fantastic. But after we got done with the trick-or-treaters, and after we got done at Steak and Shake, we headed over to my group of friends' party, where Chris was there, and the other co-host of Classy Ring Attire, Joel, was there. And that was... We'd gotten there a little later in the party, and they had already... They were being loud and rowdy. Mm-hmm. So we didn't stick around there for very long, but it was it was fun to see everybody, mostly in costume. yeah. Most everybody was in costume. <laughs> Joel and his wife, Heather, were dressed up as two of our other friends, <laughs> uh, who at the party were dressed as Rocket Raccoon and Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, of course, was Kevin Owens. Uh, there were some characters from Mad Max. There was the entire Mystery Zinc gang, Scooby Shaggy. Yeah. Megan was a gnome. Megan was a gnome. Not sure what Sam was supposed to be. Was Sam dressed up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I don't was. think so. <laughs> And then, of course, our buddy Neil was the same Pokemon trainer that he is every year. Uh Uh-huh. Which is kind of funny. So what are our what are our plans moving on? What are we doing for the next year? Well, obviously, uh, I would like to add more to the yard and decor Heck department. Yeah. I'd like to actually finish a complete costume. What I wanted to do this year was 
porcelain doll costume where, you know, my face would appear to be broken porcelain and I would be dressed as a porcelain doll. I did not get a chance to finish that. And one thing that I was thinking about I would absolutely love to do for next year is I'd like to finish that co- that concept for a costume, but also get a doll and somehow, you know, I could make a dress for the doll that would match mine, but somehow make it look like skin is stretched over the doll's face. Oh. You know? So it's like I've got a porcelain face and the doll has a human, human face. face. Do I mean, a real live face swap? Yeah. That'd be creepy. That would be That'd so be super creepy. creepy. I don't even know what I'm planning on doing next year. I got some time, and I've got some ideas. Mm-hmm. Always wanted to do a Beetlejuice costume. Absolutely. Have always and forever wanted to do a Jack Skellington costume. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are just two yeah. out of the... Well, there are so many that I would like to do. I still want to do a Klingon costume at some point. I'd, yeah. I feel like... I mean, I've got access to large amounts of leather, and... <laughs> you do. <laughs> and as far as, like, you know, the frizzy hair goes, well, that's that's simple. Because their hair already looks like a wig. So, uh-huh. um, and then, you know, you're a, a gifted makeup artist. So I, I, think we can, I think we can do the ridges. I think we could pull this off. I think we could. Need to yeah. do a face sculpt, a face mold yes. of you. So mm-hmm. I could work on that instead of having you sit for hours every day while I sculpt the prosthetics. Well. Because that might get boring for you. Oh, yes. It's always boring sitting in the same room as you. But you wouldn't be able to while talk. While you stare at my face. You wouldn't be able to talk or move. For hours. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) More for me than for you. (laughs) Because I know how you feel about small talk. (laughs) Part of what I want to do going on for next year for the yard. The original plan this year was to get a hold of several full-size skeletons and have them crawling up the wall of the house. Mm -hmm. Maybe coming down from the roof. I saw an image like that on the internet and thought it was really cool and it would be fun to try out. But those stupid skeletons are ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. The one that we got was 40 bucks. Yes. And that was on the, the less expensive side. Yeah, they go up to $90 for the big ones. But the one we got, we got it from Target for $40, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. It does. Really, it's, it's good quality. Really good quality. And what I want to do for next year is get one more of those. Dress one in a ratty tux and the other in a ratty party dress. Mm-hmm. And find a way to rig them up so it looks like they're dancing in our yard. That would be awesome. I really want to do that. Yes. I don't think it would be too difficult. We could figure something out with wires and stuff, but I want to I want to have... The, and getting them to stand in the pose is not the problem. No, no, no. They're, they're fully posable. But yeah, that's 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 my goal mm-hmm. for at least that one prop. Yes. To do some, some dancing skeletons in the yard. We, one of the... my I think my favorite comment of the entire night last night, there's another house in our neighborhood that we've talked about before who goes all out. They have thousands of dollars worth of stuff in Mm -hmm. their yard. They've got a full cemetery. They have blow-ups and lights Mm -hmm. and everything. And there was a guy that came by last night and commented that our house looked so good that maybe the center of Halloween in our neighborhood might start shifting toward us in Uh the coming years. And I was like, oh, score. Yeah, that was... Yes, Impressive. I was blown away by that comment. I was very excited about that. If if we could get that to come our way mm-hmm. and then maybe join forces oh, absolutely. with the other family, there's no limit to mm-hmm. what we could do. Yeah. We'd do a, a, a massive like neighborhood-wide haunted house walkthrough. That would be so cool. That would be so amazing. I would love that. Man, let's do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best 
worst needs improvement for this year? On our side, I mean, the decoration, I think, was definitely top-notch. Uh-huh. The worst, I think, and maybe next year, let's have a clearer way for children to walk up. Because I feel like it, the whole porch with the hanging skulls meant that most of the time I had to get up off of the porch. Yeah, I didn't um, think through the positioning of those skulls on a yeah. up. And then with the neighbors on one side for the first time giving out candy. Um, sometimes they were walking through the yard to my left, and sometimes they were walking through the driveway to my right. Right. So um, that could be something I think that we would would need improvement. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I just combined worst and needs That's, improvement. But yeah, they're kind of the same thing. Yeah. For me, best would be, I don't know, I, I just really loved my costume. Mm-hmm. I loved it from top to bottom. It yep. was, it's the best Halloween costume I've done in a long time. It was most excellent. Worst would be not being able to see. Yeah. I need to improve on the design of the mask and get it to where it doesn't fog up so bad. Mm-hmm. Also, I should probably start wearing contacts. Mm, yeah. Because I wear glasses with a fairly strong prescription. And without them, I can't see diddly squat. And I can't wear them underneath the mask. So, yeah. All right. Well, we only have uh, 363 mm-hmm. more days until Halloween. Well, that's such a long time. No, it's not. It'll be honestly nothing. Well, that's true. I should I should stop thinking of that as a long time and just start working on my costume now. Right? Because <laughs> every year I'm like, I don't have any time left and it's not finished. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a perfect costume. Awesome. It's going to be great. Until then. Make sure to leave us your your comments and your Halloween stories on Facebook and on Twitter. Yep. At All Hallow Always on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And All Hallows Always on Facebook. You can also email us directly at allhallowsalways at gmail.com. And we are officially on the iTunes. This is the first one we get to say this on. That's right. We are actually on iTunes now, so you can search for us in the iTunes store and subscribe and give us a rating of five stars and leave some comments on there. Helps out with the metrics. And be sure that if you're into wrestling at all, um, be sure to check out Classy Ring Attire, which is another irrelevant but awesome production. It's kind of our our sister podcast. Well, I've enjoyed Halloween this year. I hope you have too. Me too. And thanks everyone for listening and happy Halloween both this year and next year. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! All Hallows Always, an irrelevant but awesome production.